Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. fans out there. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Addict Headquarters. You don't have to be a movie addict to visit here, of course. But if you are one, it's definitely the place for you. And we have a great show for you today because film critic and author Nell Minow, the famous movie mom, will be discussing her upcoming book, Must See Movies Teachers. She also plans to reveal her top five movies about teachers, as well as her picks for the actors who have delivered the best and worst performances as a teacher on film. We're always happy when Nell Nell joins us. She has such an impressive background. Let me remind you of it. She writes film commentary for BeliefNet and is the author of several other film-related books, including 50 Must-See Movies Fathers, 50 Must-See Movies Mothers, 50 Must-See Movies Weddings, she's on to something there, 100 Must-See Movie Moments, and the Movie Mom's Guide to Family Entertainment. Plus, her articles have appeared in such publications as the Chicago Tribune, USA Today, Family Fun, Parents, and Slate. Nell, thanks for being here and agreeing to give us a preview of your new book. I'm delighted to be back on the show. Thank you so much. Well, it's always a pleasure to have you with us again. And it's also a pleasure to have Mac Bates as co-host today. Um, Mac is a very popular film critic and frequent guest on our show, as you know now. He's an Emmy winner, writes freelance articles for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and serves as a staff blogger for Milwaukee Magazine's official film blog. Thanks so much for agreeing to co-host with me today, Mac. Oh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure, Betty Jo. Thank you for having me. I thought that you would uh, enjoy helping us with the uh, Teachers on Film discussion because I think that uh, you are especially interested in that topic. Am I right about that? Yeah, you know, um, anybody who's, uh, you know, gone to school has certainly had teachers that have influenced them in some way, shape, or form. So when you see uh, positive or, you know, realistic depictions of teachers on screen, certainly the ones that inspire their students or, or you know, give them uh, a helping hand in a way that uh, it seems like nobody else, you know, can, that, you know, integral parts of their life, it's, uh, you know, it's pretty inspiring, you know, when, when they get it right. Because they get it wrong a lot, but when they get it right, you know, it's certainly uh great to be able to, uh, you know, champion that film and champion that uh, performance. I agree with you wholeheartedly, and I, I know that uh, you have uh, some questions that you'd like to ask uh, Nell, so why don't you get things started and, um, and just uh, proceed, so, so you're on. All right. All right, uh, Nell, um, I'm definitely intrigued uh, to uh, learn more about the book, and um, the book is called Must See Movies Teachers. Um, when, is, when is it going to be available uh, for uh, reading on Kindle? It will be available in time for the beginning of school in the fall. Yay! Great. 
Great, great. Uh, how many pages is it, uh, by the way, the, the uh, e-book? It's, it's a short one. You know, the series that I'm doing, uh, each of them is 50 must-see movies. And as you said, I've already done the ones for weddings, mothers, and fathers. This one will be teachers. And uh, then I've got several more lined up, one about uh, lawyers and judges and doctors and nurses and one about musicians. And when I get uh, ten of them all done, then I'm going to publish it as a print book. So each one of them, think of it as about one chapter, one long chapter for a book that's, that's in the works. Oh, great, great. Okay. Um, what was the most challenging uh, uh, part about writing this particular uh, chapter? Well, it's narrowing it down, I think. Uh, there are so many good movies about school, and, you know, whether it's grade school, high school, especially high school, there's a million movies about high school, mm-hmm. or college, or law school, like The Paper Chase. Um, there are so many good ones. And, you know, as you said, it's it's a universal human experience. We've all been to school and the heightened emotions that go on during childhood and adolescence really make it, a, and, the, and the enclosed nature of the community, really make it a, a wonderful setting for all kinds of issues. And, you know, remember there was a trend a few years ago to do um, high school versions of classic works. There was a high school version of Pygmalion. There was a high school version of uh, Taming of the Shrew. Uh, yes, the yes. high school version of Othello. And they were all pretty good, you know. So there, there's that sort of heightened emotion that goes on at that time. So there's so many good ones. So what I tried to do with this book is mix it up a little bit so that I obviously have some classics that everybody knows and remembers, but I also wanted to have some selections that would be new to people because I want to um, let people know about movies that they may have overlooked that are definitely worth spending some time on. Great. Okay. Uh, now, speaking of uh, you know, that, as you just did about the films that you uh, listed in, the, in this uh, chapter, uh, what were your uh, what would you say were your top five uh, favorite films about teachers that you that you speak about? Well, it was hard enough to narrow it down to fifty, no, 50. and you got me narrowing it down to five. So, so well, well, the five that instantly come to mind. But we're very. But tough. I'm going to. I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to try. All, All right. right. Well, uh, uh, one thing that that I. Um, that I am doing is uh, I'm just going to tell you that I, I, I had to start with some documentaries because there have been some wonderful documentaries about teachers and there is never going to be a feature film, even the, those based on real life, like Stand By Me. There's there's never going to be a, a real a feature film that will be as powerful as a documentary about a teacher. So I've got three documentaries and two feature films among the ones that that I want to talk about. So the three documentaries are, first of all, I don't know if you've seen these films, but Paper Clips is a very, very powerful film about a uh, school in a small town that is very homogenous. All of the kids are from the same kind of background, and the teachers wanted to give them an understanding of diversity, and so they pioneered a special project where they had the children collect six million paper clips to help them understand the magnitude of the of the genocide in in the Holocaust and it's about what happened then and it's just an incredibly great movie and the teacher or I should say the principal of the school there and the teachers are absolutely sensational so that's one of them and then another documentary that I absolutely loved is based on a program in New York City where they teach fourth and fifth graders ballroom dancing and it's called mad oh hot ballroom gosh. 
Oh, oh yeah. Hooray. I love that movie. Yeah. Then there's a French film about a teacher in a one-room schoolhouse, like we used to have here in the United States. My mm-hmm. mother-in-law went to a one-room schoolhouse and taught in a one-room schoolhouse. Listening to her talk about it is like talking to Laura Ingalls Wilder. But <laughs> there, this one of the last of the one-room schoolhouses in the world, uh, um, or in the developed world, uh, it was in France. And this teacher is so wonderful and so gifted, and the way he works with these kids and listens to these kids. It's a French film called To Be and To Have, and it's just wonderful. And then I, I picked two other um, feature films that, that I really love. One of them, I'm a huge fan of an actress who's not as well-remembered now as she should be, and that's Dorothy Dandridge. And mm. she, she was beautiful, talented, she could sing, and people to the extent they do remember her, they remember her for being kind of sultry and sexy in her Carmen Jones role. But she played a teacher in one of my favorite teacher movies called Bright Road. And I actually read the uh, book it was based on as well. And this was in the pre-Brown versus the Board of Education era. She was teaching at an all-black school and there's no expectation or thought of anything unusual about that. This is what everybody just accepted as the reality of their lives. And yet it was very unusual for Hollywood to do a feature film uh, that had that setting. And I just find it very touching. And I love that Dorothy Dandridge is playing a regular person for once in her life. She's, you know, she's just playing a normal, everyday human being. And she just does a beautiful, beautiful job in that film. So I'm, I have a lot of affection for it. And then I'm going to also mention a feature film that is based on a true story because one of the reasons that there are so many great teachers on film is that everybody who writes a film is a writer. And every writer had a teacher who was inspiring. One thing about writers is, whether they get good grades or bad grades, they really love writing and they love reading. And where do they learn how to do those things? In a school. So you that's one reason we see so many fantastic stories about inspirational real-life teachers that were based on real-life characters. And in the movie October Sky, which is the story of a boy in a small town in West Virginia, a small mining town, who in real life later did grow up to become a rocket scientist, there is a wonderful relationship between this boy and his teacher, played by Laura Dern, mm-hmm. who, although he didn't know it through much of the movie, was was uh, critically ill. And over the closing credits, there is some uh, footage of this real-life teacher that is just wonderful. And so those are my top five for today. Wow. Oh, great. You know, what I actually a... wanted you to touch a base a little bit more on this uh, film, Paperclips. Uh, I had heard of it, but I don't know a lot about it. Was that, was that something that was um, done recently, or has it been, um, you know, some time ago? Uh, the, the, ex- the program that they began there was more than 20 years ago, I think. And somebody heard about it and just showed up and decided to make a documentary about it. And just to hear the teachers talk about what they learned from it and to see their dedication is extraordinary. And it was really a transforming experience for these kids. And not to give away too many of the movie surprises, but what ends up happening is that people from all over the world start sending them paper clips and writing yeah. them letters, and they get incredible 
responses from people and ultimately a train car that was actually used to transport Jews to the concentration camps gets shipped to them and they create a Holocaust memorial in this tiny little town. And and they invite Holocaust survivors to come and talk to them. And it's just an incredible movie. I highly, highly recommend it. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the info. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I can... I can hardly wait to to see that. I, yeah. That's the, that's uh, the reason that I we just love to have you on the show, Nell, because you always give us uh, some of these movies that we we haven't heard about and that we haven't seen, or to remind us of ones that we forgot that we've seen and we'd like to see again. So I have paper clips on my list now. I hope that it's available on Netflix. It and, is, um, and I, I, I really can't recommend it too highly. I just, I, I've seen it three times in theaters, and I, I really, really think it's a great movie. And that, as I said, the reason that I do these books is not to tell people for the two millionth time that To Serve With Love is a great movie. Everybody knows that. Or The Sound of Music, you know, or The King and I, those are teachers, of course, is a great movie. But to try to get them to take a look at movies they might not have known about. That's a that's a great idea, and I hadn't heard of To Be and To Have or Bright Rose, so those, Road, R-O-A-D, so I'm putting yeah. all three of those on my list. And I do remember October Sky, um, not because it's uh, about teachers, <laughs> but <laughs> I think that's the first time that I saw, I, I hope I'm right on this, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that yeah, was one of his first was, films, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah. I was so taken with with him in that film. He's great, and, and Chris Cooper kind of, is great as his yeah. father. It's a wonderful film. Yeah, he has a it's, really great really family was. film. Yeah, so I'm going to try to try to see that again because it's been quite a while since I've I've seen that. Well, um, Mac, do you have um, any favorite films about teachers that you'd like to throw here into the into the pot. You know, I'm going to tell mine too, but we have from Nell Paper Clips, Mad Hot Ballroom, I'm so glad about that one, to be yeah. able to have Bright Road and October Sky. Uh, what would you like to include? Oh, well, thank you for asking. Um, you know, I was actually, it took me a while to uh, go over my list because there's so many films, and I was trying to think of the ones that really stick, stick out and the ones I can, you know, just watch over and over and over again and never get tired of. And um, one of the ones that instantly popped to mind was uh, Matthew Broderick and Election. I just thought <laughs> what uh, Alexander Payne did with that um, that film was just brilliant. Uh, I don't think uh, you'll find a finer on-screen performance from uh, Broderick, who plays this teacher who just has it in for this goody two-shoes uh, student uh, played by an equally brilliant Reese Witherspoon. It came out in 99, mm-hmm. um, and yes, it was really I, one uh, of the first... Um, films that uh, kind of put Alexander Payne uh, on on the map of you know filmmakers to watch. You know he had made another film a couple of years prior called um, Oh with Lord Dern. I can't think of the name of it right off right off hand, but uh, Citizen Ruth. And uh, you know that yeah. that that gave people uh, you know some some uh, you know like wow this guy's got something. But I think Election is really what put him over the top. Then it's it's just a brilliant satire about high school and the political process. And it, it, I think it would make a great double bill uh, with a Ferris Bueller's Day Off, seeing him, you know, as this kind of, uh, um, you know, uh, renegade radical student, and then seeing him as a renegade radical uh, high school teacher, <laughs> just, I just think it would be a great double bill. Um, so that, that certainly would be one. Another one would be uh, Lawrence Fishburne 
in a film that not a lot of people saw in theaters, but I think has gotten some traction on DVD and, and, and video, if they actually saw a video now, <laughs> in TV, called Aquila and the Bee. And it's about this uh, young um, uh, uh, black preteen, uh, female preteen from uh, South Central L.A., who's a uh, spelling whiz. She's a spelling champ. She enters into um, a series of uh, spelling bees, and she, you know, keeps progressing until she makes it to the uh, National Spelling Bee um, uh, Championship in D.C. And he plays her uh, teacher-slash-mentor. Angela Bassett plays her mother, and uh, it's probably one of the first films. Actually, I think it was the first film that I ever saw, Kiki Palmer, this uh, yeah. uh, really fine uh, a young actress um, uh, uh, starring, and she carries that entire movie and carries it brilliantly. You know, and it's hard to um, hold your own against uh, the likes of uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Angela Bassett, but she does it, and they're great in the film too in supporting roles. Um, another great performance in a film that probably uh, will take some people by surprise is Jack Black in School of Rock. <laughs> Not I love him in that movie, me. and Jack Black, <laughs> Jack Black, he's one of those actors, you know. Uh, you can take you, you, you. People either love him or they, you know, don't love him. And in that film, you, you can't help but love him. It's he's so infectious in that film. as this 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 kind of um, you know, slacker who who finds his calling, teaching kids, you know, the the the, the ins and outs and the uh, ups and downs of of rock and and how to play, you know, instruments. It's 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 one of those movies I could just watch endlessly. He's great in it. The kids are great. Joan Cusack is great as uh, the principal of the school that he works at, you know, who's kind of uptight, and then she kind of, you know, uh, loosens up a little bit. You know, that's kind of like the, the magical effect he has on everybody there. He kind of, you know, gets them to find their, 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 inner, um, their inner zen. So uh, it's, it's, it's a really fine, uh, fine comedy. Um, also, you know, um, I had to go to one of the, um, you know, uh, tried and true films, uh, Morgan Freeman and Lean on Me. You know what a performance that was. He, uh, 1989 that came out. He had an amazing year that year. He had that. He had Glory and he had Driving Miss Daisy. Talking about amazing run. You know, just one great performance and one great film after another. And then this film is probably one of his more unsung performances. He plays a real life um, teacher turned principal, Joe Clark, who uh, single handedly rescued a school in uh, New Jersey from the brink of um, being uh, you know shut down and taken over by the state. And uh, again, he just took. A um, very um, uh, you know a, a very galvanizing character. You either love Joe Clark or you don't, and you know it was based on a true story, obviously. And um, he he did wonders with it. It's a very stock sort of film, you know. It's a very traditional doc, uh, biopic, but what he does with that material, it, he makes he makes a, a, a very you know kind of standard issue um, biopic sing. He's he's so brilliant in it. And uh, last but certainly not least, I have to um, you know give a give a shout out to Michael Douglas in Wonder Boys. Where he plays a uh, college professor and a heavy drinker who uh, mentors Toby Maguire, and that's one of the, Toby Maguire's first films. He plays this uh, um, uh, wannabe writer who uh, gets him taken under Michael Douglas's wings, and um, it's a it's a great film. Frances McDormand's brilliant in it. She plays Michael Douglas's married uh, pregnant girlfriend. Um, uh, Robert um, Downey Jr. He's also great in it. He plays uh, Michael Douglas's agent, and it's uh, you know a, a film that's definitely worth checking out. And those, so those would be my picks. Oh, what a wonderful list. Election, Aquila and the Bee, School of Rock, yay, Lean on Me, and Wonder Boys. Do you have any comments, uh, Nell, about uh, Mac's choices? Well, as usual, I agree with Mac 100%. Every one of those is in the book. <laughs> those are some of my absolute favorites, too. I'm humming 
the School of Rock song in my head as we speak. <laughs> and uh, those are those are all absolutely superb choices. And I'm so happy that you mentioned Morgan Freeman because you're right that is a that is a neglected film and uh, and he is tremendous in it as he is always tremendous in everything. I, I've seen all of those films and I I will. Uh, take another look at Lean on, Lean on Me because I had forgotten completely about that, and uh, I'm sorry because I, I I hate to forget anything that um, that particular actor does. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I don't tell him. I hope he is, wasn't listening to me. That I, I have to tell you that. that that I interviewed both. Lawrence Fishburne and Kiki Palmer when Akilah and the Bee came out. And when Kiki Palmer walked in the room, I almost passed out because she'd grown like six inches since she was in in the movie. She just, you know, she really (laughs) shot up. But she is such a lovely and talented and wonderful girl, and I'm so happy for all the success that she's had. And she sings like an angel, too. She's just wonderful. Yeah, she was great in that uh, TLC biopic playing Chile uh, on VH1 yeah. uh, last year. Yeah, she she was yeah. really great in that film. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great when people, you know, uh, start out and you see them advance and, you know, going to do really great things. So, yeah, yeah I, I was uh, happy to see that she's, you know, still in there and still uh Still working, so that's that's always a great thing. I agree, and um, I've I've been so happy too uh, that uh, Kiki has done well, and uh, that that we get to to see her as a as an adult, and she's doing uh, such good work in the in the projects that that she's chosen. Well, I think that my choices are probably more just the stock choices, but I have to uh, let you both know that I I've spent you know, most of my life in the field of education and probably taught at all levels, even uh, second grade. I did student teaching even in first grade, and then the uh, the, the students that really didn't learn too much in the second grade when I was teaching because most of the time I was just have, helping them learn songs and, and put on shows for their parents. So I got transferred to the teaching in high school where I had to really do, do some work instead of just having fun. And then um, uh, one of the assignments that I, I really did enjoy, I was director of secondary teacher education at a college campus for, for a number of years. And um, now I think what I would have done if uh, if I were still doing that sort of work, I would just ask the question: How can uh, teachers motivate students? I mean, that's the basic that's the basic question in teacher education. I would think. And what I would do is I would take I would have all of the student all of the students in that program who want to be teachers see these five movies. First of all, it would be. Drum roll, please. Da, 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 da. School of Rock. <laughs> because I think I think we're we're all in agreement on, about loving that loving that film, and the reason I enjoyed it so much is because I I really believe, and when I was when I was teaching, every I always believed that that the that if if the teacher had a passion for the subject matter, the the students were in danger of catching that. I guess not in danger, but they would, but they would would get to love the you know the subject matter if they could see how wrapped up in the subject matter the teacher was. And I think in School of Rock, that definitely 
came through. Because here he starts out as just a, uh, a substitute teacher on false pretenses, taking on this uh, this group of I think it was middle school or prep school kids, and uh, just by chance he finds out that they know nothing about rock, and he it just it, it disturbs him, and so he. he he makes it his mission to, you know, give them an education in rock. And the way he did it, I wished I were a student in that class. <laughs> and then I wished that I would have been that he would have given me assignment as part of the of the uh, the program that they were going to be putting on. And and I think that that's another thing in education. If the teacher, you know, has a has a genuine interest in the students and their the projects that the teacher gives them, you know, that's that's a plus too. So I am just uh, totally sold on School of Rock, and that would be the first first movie that I would have have the people that want to be teachers see. Then the second one would be, and this is no surprise to you, take the lead because you know who is the yeah. star oh, yeah. in that movie. <laughs> be still my heart, Antonio Banderas, and I think this this would this is following what you said about Mad Hot Ballroom. It was inspired by uh, Mad Hot Ballroom, but they made it about older kids. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's by the it's about it's a fictionalized version of the man who actually did begin the dancing classrooms that eventually led up to uh, the New York City uh, program, I think. So it's this is he's not playing a, a real man. I mean, it's you know it's a movie. It's not everything that happened in his life, but but uh, I, I loved the interest that he had in the students, and I loved the way the way uh, he he was so respectful of them, and the way he actually learned from the students and how interested he was in them, and of course the passion that he had for the for the dance that he was uh dances that he was teaching the students. So that would be my second movie. My third one would be uh, uh Stand and Deliver oh, because yeah. I yeah. I think Edward James Olmos and his performance in that movie and the way he with because of his love of the subject matter. I mean, this you see a theme going through here and uh what a difference he made in their lives. And then the uh, fourth one would be Dangerous Minds, and that's similar. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer uh, really getting interested in the students and helping to motivate them. And this one that I'm surprised neither one of you mentioned, To Sir With Love, because, again, it's the, uh, here's, here's a very inexperienced uh, teacher, a novice, going into the one of the slum areas I think in in uh, London and um, really having to establish relationships with the, with the with the students and the way he did that and uh, Sidney Poitier at his at the top of his game as as this teacher so he's always at the top of his game he's never been anywhere yeah. other than the top of his game <laughs> that's true yeah he yeah, he's one of the best i guess and, that's um, good you know, Go ahead. Had, had, in the heat of the night was on Turner Classic Movies last night, and even though I've watched it 10 billion times, I just could not <laughs> stop watching it. Yeah, there's a oh, certain yeah. movie, that's, yeah, that's no matter when you're on TV, yeah, you just have to stop everything and just suddenly, and that's I know, even though them. I own it. Yeah. 
Yeah, me you too. Know, I, yeah, I'm the matter. same way. I'll own a movie, and if I see yeah. it on TV, I'll still have to stop and watch it if it's one of those films. <laughs> yes. yes, that's one of them. But, well, but I did mention To Serve With Love. I said that's the classic, and I'm, not, I don't want, you know, I'm glad you mentioned it, and of course yeah. it's in the book. It, it, is one of the, it is one of the greats, and I, that's one where I read the, the book, too. That's also, it's based on a true story, and I read the book even before the movie came out. I read the book. So I was yeah. very excited to see it, and it is, it is a tremendous performance. With and Hello. I think it, and, and a, movie, a movie that stands up, I think it's, it may seem, seem dated to some, but every time I see it, I mean, it's just fresh to me. So what a list we have. Paper yeah. Clips, Mad Hot Ballroom, To Be and To Have, Bright Road, October Sky, Election, Aquila and the Bee, School of Rock, Wonder Boys, Take the Lead, um, Dangerous Mind, To Sir with love and I think I've and stand and deliver. I oh, and lean on a, me. That's a, and yes, and lean on me. We really that now I, I would put all of these in my curriculum for for teachers. So <laughs> it's getting me excited. Maybe I'll try I'll I'll apply somewhere. <laughs> get back in the <laughs> Good. get back in the get back in the game. But let's go um let's go to the other extreme. I know Nell that you don't like to uh, to talk about the um uh, about the negative about movies, but well, I, um, they're really uh, yeah. I you know I don't want to talk about really bad movies. I do have some examples of bad teachers who are well played in movies, but uh, but you'll you'll see that on, on the rest of my list, a lot of the ones that have come up already, you know, we've talked about. Um, Matthew Broderick seems to make a specialty. He shows up a lot on my list, uh, either as student or as teacher. Uh, in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, um, of course, you, you've, there's just never been a worse teacher in the history of movies than Ben Stein in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, talking about the smooth poly tariff. And and voodoo economics. I mean, that is that is just legendary. And uh, and there's never been a worse principal than um, Jeffrey Jones no. as Mr. Rooney in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So that's about as bad as it gets. And then you could have a whole show talking about the good and bad teachers in the Harry Potter movies. Uh, and yeah. of the bad teachers there, you know, Kenneth Branagh and Imelda Staunton played terrible teachers. Um, in Dead Poets Society, uh, you have a great teacher, but he's surrounded by people who are not necessarily good good teachers. Dazed and confused, you've got teachers who are not very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I mentioned also Matilda, um, who's got a good teacher but also a terrible principal. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that was yeah. <laughs> what is her name? Miss Trunchbull, I think is her name. <laughs> I think well, so. I'd be good with bad guys. Yeah. Well, those would be those would be uh, on in my curriculum for to show what teachers shouldn't do. <laughs> Maybe we could have that. We, well, you yeah. see, I'll have movies. I'll, I'll, that's all we'll do. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> great. Oh, uh, you know, one one great film that teacher featured a teacher, you know, that uh, you know, left a little to well, a lot to be desired because uh, you know he was a, a raging uh, drug addict was um, Half Nelson. Yeah. With uh, Ryan Gosling, yeah. yeah, yeah, brilliant performance, great film. Not necessarily, and actually, he did help um, uh, Sharika Epps's character out quite a bit. But yeah, probably, you know, not 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 the teacher you want to, you know, you know, introduce to your mom or your dad. Probably. <laughs> and, and what was the name of that that one with Allison Pill, Blue Car? 
Oh, Blue yeah, car, that, that was, yeah, David Chabin, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, good thing Good thing. probably not to hit on your students. Yeah, yeah, probably not. <laughs> you know, well, yeah. you know what? We, we, uh, going back to the positive, we didn't, um, we talked about the, the our favorite movies, and this is kind of, uh, we're going to make, say some things over, I think, but I did promise viewers that we would talk about the uh, the best performances as a as a teacher, so uh, why don't you give give your uh, uh, your nominations now? All right. Well, surprise, surprise. Number one on my list is Sydney Poitier. <laughs> it's a service Yay. love. Uh, Maggie Smith, Prime of Miss Jean Brody. Yeah. Uh, Michael Gambon as Dumbledore in the Harry Potter films, with a special mention of Richard Harris, who was in the first two. Uh, I'm Matthew Broderick in Election, Jack Black in School of Rock, <laughs> Robert Donat in Goodbye, Mr. Chips, and then I've got two sort of bonus round extras. Um, there's a movie called Stranger Than Fiction where Dustin Hoffman plays a college professor uh, that Will Ferrell goes to for help. I thought it was a fabulous performance. And then one of my favorite movies, The Freshman, again with... Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick and yeah, Marlon Brando. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Paul Benedict is hilarious yeah, it is. as a, funny a professor of film talking about The Godfather in that movie, the Fleber treatise on The Godfather. <laughs> That's right. Oh, these are great. Oh, I'm so happy that you you picked Jack Black and Sidney Poitier. And Matt, do you have any nominees for Best performers, Performances by Actors as Teachers? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much a, a retread of uh, what I was speaking about earlier. Uh, certainly um, at the top of my list would be uh, Matthew Broderick in Election. Like I said, I don't think you'll find a finer performance he's given on screen. Um, yeah, he was just brilliant in that film, and the film, yeah, I loved it too. Michael Douglas in uh, Wonder Boys, another uh, uh, unsung performance of his, you know, one of those films that I think uh, uh, even he has pointed out that he wishes that more people had saw it and that it had got a bigger reception than it did. Everybody's um, great in that, and it's got an amazing yeah. soundtrack too. Can I just say how great the soundtrack is? Oh yes, yes. Um, uh, actually, Bob Dylan won uh, his Oscar for the song he that did? he did. Yeah, uh, he, he won. He won the uh, the, the film Soul Oscar, movie. and yeah, he uh, gave a great performance at the uh, at the ceremony that year. And so when he won, everybody was like, "Of course, given you know, <laughs> give, give him a thing." He was you know such yeah. a great song. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah, Matthew, Michael, uh, Morgan. And uh, Morgan Freeman to Lean on Me, another um, unsung performance. And, but, you know, that year he was in three films that, you know, got quite a bit of attention. And uh, that just happened to get the least amount of <laughs> attention. And he was equally brilliant in all of them. But I thought of those three, that was his best performance because he really had, you know, kind of like a filet mignon and just went to town on it, you know, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, uh, meaty material to play. Um, Jack Black in School of Rock because comedy is hard. You know, it's easy to make them laugh, but it's hard to make them. Uh, it's easy to make them uh, cry, rather, but it's hard to make them laugh. And what he did in that film was, you know, just the side of genius. So I would definitely throw him, um, throw him uh, into the mix. And um, last but certainly not least, um, I would uh, probably have to give a shout out to uh, Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne, and uh, Akilah and the Bee again, an unsung performance mm-hmm. in a great film. Great film and a you know you know and a film that, that a lot of people saw that I wish more people had seen and and hopefully will you know thanks to a uh, uh, DVD and uh, television play and Netflix. 
Yes, I hope everyone does see see that because it's definitely worth seeing more than once. I, I think it's one of those kind of movies that you like to go back and see over and over again. Well, um, I, we all we all agree with each other because I'm going with Jack Black. And for the reasons that I mentioned before, and of course Antonio Banderas, because I'm one of, I guess I'm his uh, biggest fan. And by the <laughs> way, I think he and he and Melanie are uh, getting a divorce. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, Antonio <laughs> is is going to be single soon. So I thought that that should be announced. And um, I, I think Edward James Olmos would get my vote and also I'm so glad Nell that you mentioned uh, Maggie Smith in the prime of Miss Jean Brody I believe that's the first movie that I ever saw Maggie Smith in and I have just been fascinated by her in every movie that she's made Um, the last one I saw her in was uh, Quartet which I thought was just um, extraordinary and uh, although um, I'm wondering about uh, Miss Jean Brody uh, about her influence (laughs) over her students if listeners if you haven't seen that movie that's that's really a must see but uh, there's some question don't you agree now about uh, miss jean jean brody's character but that's what makes it such a mesmerizing film i mean she is tremendously inspiring but she you know just just right up there with not hitting on your students it's real important not to send them off to fight in the spanish civil war and have them get killed just important exactly. tip for anybody who's planning to become a teacher. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, that film, that and, film, and that it's also helps not to pimp, <laughs> like not to pimp to them it. out. You try oh, not to, try not to pimp out your students. <laughs> Exactly. That's right. I I cannot believe the the time has gone by so fast, but it always does when uh, when you two are here on Movie Addict headquarters, and and it's so much fun. I I think that um, we do have time though for one one more uh, question, Mac. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, you have the floor. Oh, okay. Um... Uh, is there anything uh, else that you would like to add about uh, about the book or, you know, about uh, other projects that you have in the works? Oh, that's so nice of you. Well, as I mentioned, after I finish the teacher one, I'm going to do uh, musicians, lawyers and judges, doctors and nurses. I have a couple more in the works after that. I'm delighted. Anybody wants to recommend other series that they might want to see, I don't know, pets? Uh, aliens, whatever, send me an email at movie <laughs> film critics, right? Movie right. mom at moviemom.com. I'm always happy to hear from you, and um, uh, and I'm having a lot of fun with this series. Great, great, and you know we certainly look forward to uh, the debut of this one, and as well as to the uh, debut of uh, the others, and uh, eventually the entire book should be a great read. Uh, certainly want to thank uh, uh, Neil Menno for coming out and speaking uh, about her uh, latest ebook, Teachers on Film. And um, I'll give the floor back to Betty Jo. Well, thank you, uh, Mac. And um, you've just done such a great job uh, as co host today. I really appreciate it. I, I do have to apologize to our listeners. Uh, we weren't able to have a chat open today, and we hope we have that worked out by uh, by next week um, and I uh, I see that we are <laughs> getting close to the end of the show so I want to give a big shout out 
Janelle Minow for being such a wonderful guest again today. And uh, I want to thank uh, Nikki Starr, who wasn't able to be here today, for everything she does to make uh, Movie Addict Headquarters happen, and to the uh, folks at Blog Talk Radio for all their support. And I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. I hope everybody enjoyed the show as much as I did. Please come back next time to hear acclaimed filmmaker David Wirth talk about his two new books, Milestones in Cinema and Zen and the Art of Independent Filmmaking. David has worked as director and or cinematographer on such films as Any Which Way You Can, House at the End of the Drive, which I think is a recent film. I haven't seen it yet, and I'm looking forward to it. Time Lapse and um, Bronco Billy and Kickboxer. Now, David's been on our show before. He's, he's a big uh, hit whenever he comes on. So I think that'll be a very uh, enlightening and, and fun show. In the meantime, don't you forget to check out our reviews at realtalkreviews.com. That's R-E-E-L, realtalkreviews.com. And I'm giving fair warning that um, in two weeks, Movie Addict Headquarters will be celebrating our seventh year anniversary on Blog Talk Radio. So we'll, we'll be having a party two weeks from today, and I hope everyone will, will tune in. Um, we've got all kinds of uh, balloons and streamers and noisemakers, and uh, we'll, we'll just have a lot of fun on that show. Well, that's all for now, folks, but because Friday is the 4th of July, I think that our outro music should get us in the mood for that wonderful celebration, and I certainly hope that everyone has a happy, fun, and safe Independence Day. But here's Jimmy Cagney from his film where he played George M. Cohan, and he's going to be singing one of the most patriotic songs that Mr. Cohan wrote. I'm a Yankee doodle dandy. I'm glad I am. I'm a real life Yankee doodle, made my name and fame and boodle, just as Mr. Doodle did by riding on a pony. I love to listen to the Dixie strain. I long to see the girl I left behind me. That ain't a Josh. She's a Yankee by gosh. about a Yankee, that's all for me. Little Johnny Jones, a jockey from the USA. We'll ride the pony, Yankee Doodle, English Derby Day. Jones' broken records, every track and every beat. So Yankee Doodle's gonna be the boy they have to beat. Sportsmen of the British out who followed his career have offered Johnny anything to keep him over here. But all the money in the Bank of England couldn't pay Enough to keep young Johnny Jones away from old Broadway If you want to take a trip, assurance of your things Have your houses mortgaged, hop your watches on your rings And put it all on Yankee Doodle, Johnny Jones is up I'm gonna give America the English Derby Cup He's gonna give America the English Derby Cup I'm a Yankee Doodle dandy Yankee Doodle do or die A real live nephew of my Uncle Sam Born on the 4th of July I've got a Yankee Doodle sweetheart 
She's my Yankee Doodle Joy. Yankee Doodle came to London just to ride the ponies. I am that Yankee Doodle boy. Right 